systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? The Jamble today is Monday, April 30, 2012, and my name is Matt. And I'm Robbie. Robbie, what's up, bud? This is episode 573 of our weekly discussion on the best of best of worst of humanity, society, behavior, all that fun, interesting stuff, usually in the form of uh, poking fun, as our description on iTunes says, at the less fortunate. Via stupid, ridiculous news stories and our own personal lives. You can call us live at 406-204-4687. And if you notice, Justin TV's chat is back. What's up? Yeah. What's up, chat? Yeah. It's been a minute. Uh, welcome back. I, I honestly, I liked Freenode. I, I just enjoy the, uh, the idea of a free node. And, uh... We'll go back to this. If only for one reason, and that is for the people that find us through Justin.tv. They're just searching randomly, and they're like, ooh, the jam hole. What's this? Probably porn. Cool. Ooh, not porn. Not cool. Uh, and and the chat is there. So it's it's really for their benefit. And ironically, I still think we right now are the only two people Probably. in the chat room. Nobody watches podcasts live anymore, at least not ours. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I had a relaxing weekend. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, you, for the Jam Hole 525, we took everyone up to the rustic cabin. So, uh, me and my girlfriend went up there. Uh, no no electricity. If you guys are new to the show, there's no electricity, no nothing like that. It's just a cabin. It's like propane or gas or whatever. Uh, very nice. It's good to get away from the technology. And, and that's what that is. They had a telescope there. There's no light pollution there. It's very, very dark and... For the first time in my life, I actually saw with my eye via this telescope the actual craters on the moon. Oh, nice. It was a very – it was, like, humbling and kind of, like, I've I've seen pictures of the moon. Like, I've basically virtually been to the moon, in essence. But it's it's different being on the planet outside and, like, actually pointing something at it and seeing it. Like – that's yeah. there right now, like, what, a second or two ago, or however long the light takes to, to come back. But I don't know. Have you ever have you ever done that? Did it make like, it uh, much more poignant seeing the face it? in the man in the moon? Like the man See, in the moon? we we caught the half, half face, so you okay. could really – this telescope, it's really old, but it worked really well, aside from the broken tripod thing. So I'm, like, having to hold it and everything. <laughs> but it – you saw where the, the darkness – Mm-hmm. Kind of and perfectly right in the middle, and it fades, and then you see the crater. Like it was, it was something. I, I was really stoned allegedly, and it was just <laughs> we had the fire going, and it, it was a really good weekend. It was very, very romantic, very quiet and relaxing, and it, it was definitely what I needed. So, uh, it was, it was good. Two gold stars. Yeah, that's right. 
you know, like, uh, I don't know, the last few weeks, everyone's been kind of getting sick. They've been getting this. Dude, I was down for two weeks. D- were you? Yeah. So you had it? Dude, so check this out. I'm in this lawyer office delivering, and I overhear the conversation. Everyone's getting sick. And lady number two is, yeah, I heard it's a spore that's going around. And, like, on my way out, I, I told her, I was like, the plants are killing the humans. <laughs> like in that one movie. And they're, they they had no idea what I was talking about. It's that M. Night Shyamalan movie mm-hmm. where the they find out that, the happening. spoiler alert, but the it happening. was the plants. What was it called, The Happening? Yeah. Okay. So, is it a spore? Is that what's really... <laughs> Injuring people here or putting it's, them down? Uh, yeah, it's like Wrath of Khan, but instead of worms, it's just like little bacterial <laughs> it's creatures. It's the spore floating in the air up your nose. Oh god, I can't. <laughs> what What do you do for that? I mean, bring in some Lysol, some some antifungicide. I love the fact that like, so the Pope survived the Black Death when it hit because he always stood in a place surrounded by four fires at north, south, east, and west. Sure, and like four sterilizing like, yeah. fires. Yeah, fires, <laughs> God, held strong, but like it just kept the mosquitoes away. But we can't so believe no in germ theory or anything like no, that, because no. that's blasphemy. The devil! Blasphemer! Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I mean, are people dying here? No. No. People are just getting sick. Let's give it time. Businesses it time. Are, are losing maybe a little bit of money because of uh, of everybody not showing up to work because of this, this spore. Yeah. I think in the end, the plants will have their revenge. Yeah. Better just watch out. Well, we're kind of like a gnat on the back of the Mother Earth, and she's <laughs> going to shake us off like, like the very spiders flick us. The, the very definition of parasite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Parasitic relationships. Uh, I got this book. Uh, it was sent as a gift from one of the guys that does Attack of the Androids with me, the uh, our weekly Android podcast. Yeah. Uh, it is called, there, camera one, if you're watching live, The Christian Art of Dying. And this is a book in the Learning from Jesus series. I'll just, I have to, I don't know, it's very, I wish I could live like that. I wish like the I was okay with such, and man, this kid is a friend, and you know, our friend Chris, that, that own Anna's died recently, and if you listen to the last episode of me and Dana, uh, we talked all about that, and, and this that's where this came from. I, I was talking to them, because we were about to do an Android show, and I was like, you know, it seems to me weird that... When you're dying, it's it's normal, commonplace for for everybody to be in there with you and watch you sure. die. And I said I thought that was weird, and I don't want anybody to watch me die. Ideally, I want to go completely unexpectedly, like driving a car at 120 miles an hour and the tire blows out and I die. Something like that. I don't want it to be this long, drawn-out bullshit experience. And if it is, I especially... Don't want people in there, like, watching, like, looking at the clock, like, man, I gotta be somewhere, can you die already? Like, it's, the whole thing just seemed weird. I still think that everyone wants to say goodbye. Like, if you just pass away unexpectedly, people would love the opportunity yeah. to have you come back and just, just to give you a hug and say farewell. But, and that's, that's where we got into the argument with, with me and Dana did, is because she said, she said it was for the person that's dying. And I said, no, it's more for the people that are there. Grieving, yeah. Right. And 
I said that the and you guys can listen to this. I don't I don't want to dwell on it too long, but I said that for the person that's dying, it only matters if if at all for that split second because the second that they die, that none of that is in existence anymore. So right. it's definitely more for the people that knew him or sure. her. So they got to live whatever. on and like deal right. with you. Yeah. So it, it seemed like a very weird, oddly selfish kind of. I don't. I don't know. I don't. If I'm dying, just pull the fucking plug, smother me with a pillow, inject me with a bunch of something good. I don't know. I don't care. Just just make it quick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> make it quick. So this book, and this this is where I have a hard time taking people that believe a certain way, but, like, really believe it. Like, I have a really hard time taking them seriously. I can't, in good faith vote for somebody for president that says he's a Mormon simply on the belief that you're an idiot. You know, like I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't take you seriously. We can be friends and, and all that. But like, if you gave me advice on something, I couldn't take you seriously because, and and I get people can, can separate their beliefs from their real life. But me personally, if you believe that you're an idiot and, and I can't take which, you seriously. Uh, which figure are you talking seriously? about? Seriously. What? Is it Romney or who's the Mormon? No, it's Antorum, right? Who are you talking Romney. Romney. I'm just in general. Right. Like, it could be any insert your religion here. Right. And, and I just, I can't take you seriously and after i haven't read the book in all honesty but i i've, I've perused it and, and ian from the hotbox he read some uh, some passages uh to me while we were just sitting here hanging out and man if this is what you guys like other than the whole you're gonna go to hell if you kill yourself like Christians should be killing themselves daily just to get to this, you know, like you guys believe such a crazy, ex- I, 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 I don't think, even I think know. I think you said I, your piece, Matt. I don't even <laughs> fucking know. This is nuts. This is fucking nuts. And yeah, thank you. It, it's <laughs> wow. It, it definitely. When I was going through that phase of my life, when I was indoctrinated against my will, by the way, mom, uh, it like that's something that isn't really focused on at all unless there's a tragedy or people, you know, someone in the class dies, then sure. they'll address it. But other than that, and when they pick and choose what you need to know, cause this we're on need to know basis here, religiously speaking, uh, that's something that gets left out. And now I know why, because every kid in that school would be like, I have a question here. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it is definitely ridiculous, but thank you. And if you want to gift me Amazon stuff, uh, thegemhole.com slash P.O. Box. I will be more than happy to kick it back in your face <laughs> live on the <this> show. <laughs> no, I, he's a cool guy for sure. I just, this is, wow, nutty boo-boos. <laughs> uh, watched a couple movies, one of them good, one of them bad. I'll see if you can uh, figure out which is which. Uh, have you seen Chronicle? Um, No. Oh, is that the one where he they get superpowers? Yeah, and like I I know the premise. Okay, it's one of those where you know that that's enough. The other movie is Area Four Hundred Seven. No, 
Which one do you think is the good one? <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's not Area 407. <laughs> wow, this that movie was like... You ever seen the movie Alive? Yes, the okay. glasses. And... You ever seen the TV show Lost? Yes. Okay, it's like that. Blended together. With like a, a, a trauma, that, that uh, movie group trauma. They did a Toxic Avenger okay. trauma film, I think it's called. I don't know. But with that kind of B, borderline C kind of filming to it, like a weird low budget, but I don't know. It, it was a complete pile of shit. Chronicle, on the other hand, very intriguing. I, I really yeah. enjoyed that movie. Critics didn't seem to feel that way. Did they not like it? I, I don't know. I never, honestly, I didn't even know it was in theaters. It was oh, something okay. allegedly on ILT, and I was like, huh, what's this? And uh, it connected. Was there jerky camera motion though? It seemed like the kind that would almost be like Blair Witch, where it's like it trying was. To make it it homemade, way reminded me of was uh, Blair Witch meets uh, what was that other Cloverfield? Monster? Cloverfield. Yeah. Blair Witch meets Cloverfield, but done well. I thought. I don't know. I I like those kinds of movies and everything. I was like thinking of like, oh, I wonder if I like they ended up almost doing. And I don't know. I I thought that was really cool. Nuts. And I really wish I had superpowers. Yeah, go play uh, football in the sky. <laughs> that just I man, that fuck it, that would be so cool. Like that, that's that's the exact reaction if you could fly all. Like that's what you would do. You'd I still like, think that you would get yeah! shot. You'd get picked off by a hunter or like maybe. Very yeah, I who knows. Hardline. But it's also I thought. At a deeper level, and I don't want to get too deep into DC movies, but at a deeper level, it demonstrates the... The power the, I, Exactly. Yeah. They did not watch Spider-Man because they were not responsible. Well, a couple, one of them was, one of them pretty much was, and, and the other one... Became a villain. But it was... Fun. He was, and I don't want to give too much away, but he was the product of his environment. Absolutely. Yeah. And at in the bigger picture... If you kind of, of metaphorically symbolize, like, this means the government and this means us, the, the people, like, man, you guys are in some shit. <laughs> you guys are in some, some massive shit. And I, I don't think it's hit the road, son. It's kind of, you hit know, the border. like, this isn't big enough for the, the, the two of us here. Yeah. And so... And I get you guys had a good run. You took completely took advantage of our parents and their parents and their parents, but we are not them. And we have a lot more drive, a lot more tools, and candidly, a lot more money <laughs> than, I mean, not us, but, you know, as a whole, Mark Zuckerberg. Like, we, our group, our generation, that whole section, yeah, we have a lot of money. Because we made a lot of dumbass shit that you guys use all the time on the daily, so it just we need to we need to finish building our tools and then we need to really focus on which direction we're going to use those tools to go. I think that would be key. Yeah. So well, I just I had this conversation with someone earlier today. It's like we're so bombarded with a barrage of information out there. That it, it stills most people into stagnancy or like they, you know, there's just so many tools, like anything you could, you know, if you want to create it, it's doable these days. I mean, even like the hoverboard, it was a joke in the 80s, but you could, we could probably pull off the hoverboard if yeah, we really. Yeah, yeah. 
wanted to. But that and that says something too to this this came out. It's a study that teens' brains may predispose them to drug abuse and impulsive behavior. And I'm curious, my question was, is it that's that's all well and good, but what caused the teens' brains to get to that point? And I almost feel like it's the technology, it's the environment. We have desensitized. Very, exactly. Well, that and, and our attention spans are getting shorter, which there's your ADHD. The more signal you have to process, the less you sleep. What are we more... talking about again? Hmm? I exactly. forget. Yeah. Why do some teens turn to drugs while others don't? Hmm? Exactly. According to new research, the answer may be found in newly discovered networks in teens' brains. Teens brains MySpace, just like chilling in there, like all networked up and shit. Uh, ADHD medications won't increase adults' heart risk. Uh, wait, what? Oh, right. Uh, for the largest imaging study of human brains ever conducted, researchers from the University of Vermont studied the brains of 1,896 14-year-olds with functional magnetic resonance imaging fMRI scans. Uh, during the scans, teens were asked to perform a task that involved them pressing a button on a keyboard. <laughs> hmm, can you explain that to me? Like, it's almost too easy. Hmm, tricky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, then the researchers would unpredictably provide a cue during the task that would signal when a participant should not press the button. So you give me this button, you Simon tell me to says, press it, now you tell me not to press it. Like, me, you're, no red light. you're confusing me. Hold on. Where's YouTube? <laughs> I'm hungry. Uh, that, that task would then require the brain to inhibit the act of pushing the button, which could be used to measure how impulsive the teen is. Like, I, I'd have to press this button. I can't not press the button. You give me a button, I'm going to press it. Yep. That's the kind of guy I am. I can't. I, I press your button. I, I'm a button presser. Especially because it's like in an empty room where there's nothing else, not even a clock. So just this one button, that's like all he the, has to and do. it's big and red. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the idiot test. How long can you press this for? Right. Uh, the researchers found differences in these brain networks caused some teens to act more impulsively than others. Uh, teens who were able to stop the signal had the certain networks light up uh, on the fMRI. Acting more impulsively raises a teen's risk for drug and alcohol experimentation, the researchers say. Is that a weird causation correlation issue? Does, is that, is that necessarily the case, maybe? or yeah. Maybe drugs and alcohol experimentation is something that most teens do. So, of course, out of most teens, some of them are going to have these networks light up. Who knows? I'm not a researcher. Obviously, <laughs> I mean it's the you know it's illegal to have it, so the devilish fun of having it. Sure, I have to. You hit twenty one, it gets kind of like meh, 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 whatever. I've already in my pajamas. I, <laughs> I mean, I've already, I've already got my date rape shoe <laughs> credit. You know, I'm I'm good. Uh, the researchers found that these these networks, this is a quote, uh, are not working as well for some kids as for others, leading them to become more impulsive. That's Robert Whelan, postdoctoral researcher at the University of Vermont. Uh, when given the opportunity to smoke, drink, or do drugs, 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 a 14-year-old with a less functional impulse-regulating network 
will be more likely to say, yeah, gimme, gimme, gimme! Whoa! Let's do drugs! Are we doing drugs? Are we doing drugs? Drugs! I don't like the drugs. It's like a drug mascot. Yeah, right? He's got a big bobblehead. Just a syringe with a bobblehead. <laughs> Press here with a, in the shape of a button. Just have a picture that just says, it tastes like happy. <laughs> yes, yeah. it does. What's that smell? It's happy. It's drugs. <laughs> gimme, 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 gimme. Uh, Dr. Huge Garavan, Associate Professor of Psychiatry at the University of Vermont, said uh, the other researchers also said that this study solves a chicken or egg question, nice Robbie, yeah, yeah. of whether brain changes come before drug use or are caused from it. So the question is, if the results didn't go the way they were hoping, is Did it going to really become like government confidential? Like, Maybe, hush, hush? right? You just never hear from it again. You're like, what about that story? Like, did that ever have a conclusion? I don't know. Like, it just just disappeared off the internet. Hmm. Weird. Hmm. Differences in a different set of brain networks were also connected to symptoms were tied to another impulsivity-related condition, ADHD. ADD's hyperactive cousin. Yeah. ADHD is a disorder that causes problems with overactivity and attention. Impul- I'm bored with this. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody throw a pie. Uh, the take-home message is that impulsivity can be decomposed, broken down into different brain regions, and the functioning of one region is related to ADHD, while the functioning of another is related to drug use. The story so, you just did was actually a test to all audience members. Whether that's or not right. This is ADHD. the ADHD test. If you flipped us to a different station, <laughs> you have ADHD. Uh, the researchers said in this statement that a better understanding of brain networks that put some teens at high risk for drug abuse can aid public health by reducing the number of deaths among teens, which are often caused by preventable accidents caused by impulsive, risky behaviors. Why did your teen die? Because that gas he's pedal impulsive. just looks so tantalizing. I know. That last button. You get so zippy with the I car. have to. <laughs> I just can't help it. Yeah. Anyway. I've been watching some TV shows lately. I got I a new one I never heard of. It's on HBO, and it's called Girls. Have you mm. heard of it? Uh-uh. You have to watch it. It's like... It's it's like... They're, they're just these girls that are just fucking and whatever, and... So it's it's just, like Jersey, Jersey Shore. No, no, no. The attitude of the girl is so funny, though. Like, I, it, it's comedic, but it's tragic. It's a okay. tramedy. But so this dude's like fucking her, and, and he's like, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to come. Where do you want me to come? And she just like, same look on her face. Well, what are my options? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a trampity. Kind of, oh, it's, it's a trampity. It's so funny, though. She's, HBO okay. Girls, so check okay. that out. Um, while we're talking movies and shows, sure. uh, the movie the the crew it's a British mob movie. It's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, go watch it. It's amazing. What's it called? The crew. The crew. Yeah, it had Tommy, like the one with the revolver and Snatch, and others. Some British characters not seen on American television. But it's all about the story. It's well written. What's it about? Uh, it's Mobs? like yeah, it's like the Irish. Like what? Um, like Snatch. It's kind of? well, Snatch was more uh, a little more Guy Ritchie. F- uh, well, obviously. comedy, right, right, but yeah, just really uh, good drama about uh, pulling heists and hitting it big in England. Where's the pipe? <laughs> That's all. That's, uh, yeah, thank you. Off, off camera. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Anyways, all right. I. <laughs> good. I was that all? No, yeah, I'm done. What else are you watching? Uh, I just saw uh, V. I'm waiting for the second season, which is apparently better. Um, I don't know. It's was different that than, good? 
I liked it. Yeah, it's sci-fi-ish. Yeah, it's you know it actually. There's some people that believe there's a planet X that has a reptilian yes, race, I'm and it's a, it's, it's sort of, of a these. nod to that. But yeah, in the same way, if that's came to hell, what you think uh, death is going to be like, <laughs> uh, I also can't take those people. An seriously. alien spaceship that come take you away? Or? Reptiles, reptilian, oh. really? Okay. Yeah. Like Koopa Troopas? <laughs> like Super Koopas? Exactly. Yes. That that's what I am I talking still say about, it's a cockies that they never made a sequel to that. Like it's such to a what? sequel ending oh, Mario? to Mario Brothers. Oh. They couldn't. Uh, Nintendo none of Nintendo probably, probably pulled the fucking rights <laughs> as soon as that came out and they were like Never again. Really? It's a travesty. <laughs> you, oh, you want to do Zelda next? Yeah. Okay, come on. I love that they Metroid? still sold it to Dennis Hopper, who was a pretty big name when they came out with that. He's a badass though. Yeah. He he just had to. I think his his kids probably at the time were like, you know what, Dad? If you don't do this, your life living hell. He has such a timeless scene in True Romance with Christopher Walken. If you haven't seen that, I that was uh, that. That's True... Tarantino's first movie. And really, it's Christian Slater and no shit. Um, so basically, the dad is an old ex cop. And I if I have seen that, that kind of sounds familiar. He goes, uh, Gary Oldman is like her, the gangster pimp of this chick, and so he like goes to get her, pick up her stuff. And he ends up like kill, like killing Gary Oldman, who's like a Rastafarian, awesome asshole character for him. It's awesome. Um, and so they accidentally walk off with a tr- uh, suitcase full of like heroin. I think I did see that actually. And good movie. So Dennis Hopper like, well, he knows he's about to get killed because you know Christopher Walken's here as the mob and is about to kill him. And so he like offends the Italian race that they all came from like awesome. African Americans. So like <laughs> they don't like off, that. Piss him off enough to kill him outright instead of torturing him to death. This came out in '93. Yeah, back when. Oh, I did see this. Yes, that good. was a very good movie, actually. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. I totally forgot about that movie. Yeah. Good call. Gary Oldman, man. Brad Pitt. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, this is the Samuel L. I mean... Jackson wasn't in it, was he? Who? You Samuel L.? Samuel L. was in it. Samuel L. Jackson. Nigga. Michael Rappaport, Samuel L., Brad Pitt, Chris Walken, Val huh. Kilmer, Dennis Hart. How... Did Tarantino? How does Tarantino get such names back at the onset of when his he's in, like career? unheard of pre Pulp Fiction, flying blowjobs left and right, or what? I don't know. This man. was pre Pulp Fiction. Yeah, is that Does what you just said? Have, yeah, I think this was after Four Rooms, though. So like, was it? No, I don't know. I will tell you. If you write sec. a good enough script, though, Four like, Rooms he was wrote excellent. it. He didn't direct it. Like Tarantino wrote ninety five. See that that was before. Yeah. That's so there was this for almost okay. There's a TV show called Four Rooms. Have you seen that? No, me neither. I wonder if it's the same thing. <laughs> I just thought Four of that. Rooms is just four separate stories of that. Yeah, it was a it was that movie. Yeah. But there's also this TV show. Yeah, here TV series. Oh, it's a UK thing. Okay, but yeah, same looks like the same idea. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Pretty neat, so you should definitely uh, watch that. And if you want to know what else I'm watching, uh, thejamhole.com slash miso, or if you go to gomizo.com and look for the jamhole, that's uh, it's like four square for check-ins, but for what you're watching. So it's pretty neat. I kind of use it just to like keep track of what I've been watching. And, and well, whatnot. it's weird. I feel like as we get older, you know, we're more aware of our limited time and you want to make the best of it and watch shows that we haven't seen. But sometimes it's cool to think of just going back and going all the way through Battlestar Galactica or th- all the way See, through See, I've never even watched the Shield or, I like, have a Netflix account now, so I'm kind of thinking awesome. like I'm saving some of that stuff it's for... It's like a fine wine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just waiting to like 
die. Waiting. I'm going to save it for when I'm on my deathbed, just slowly, while people are awkwardly staring at me die. <laughs> like just, I confess, just at one point, it. I watched the first six seasons of 24 in seven days. 24 was good. It was. When well, it, it first came out, I liked season 24. four. It ended on such a high it note. It started and getting shitty. I agree. But. Yeah, it it man when that first started though like it's and then, do you remember the South Park spoof of it or no dude it was so great but. all it was basically was like something would happen and like the cops would be there and then the next scene like the feds come in they're like this is our scene now and then after that like Homeland Security they're like this is our scene it's it just it never stops it's so funny nice. But yeah, there's, I mean, GoMizo is pretty sweet. GoMizo.com slash the jam hole is where we're at there. Um, and yeah, Big Bang Theory, been digging the shit out of that. It's just sad that you can totally, like, waste away oh, for sure. watching just. Oh, <laughs> that's what I want. You ever watch Eureka? That oh, sci-fi yeah, show. The new season started, and I so I mentioned this before, but I dipped out at like season three or four. I just I couldn't watch it anymore. It was just dragging, and so I saw the new season started. I was like, oh, I'll check this out. And wow, I got hooked instantly. Like where I don't know what the previous season was all about, but man, this this season the way it started, it, it was it was pretty epic. Aren't so. they like superhero type powers? No, they're just like, Eureka. Just... It's everybody's like really super smart. Okay. And they they live in this this community that's like government funded kind of, but it's like super way high up like sci fi basically. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, pretty interesting. So, cool. uh oh, I saw this. This is uh, <laughs> this is so I love our humanity and how that like you would never think in a million years like when pigs fly basically that something like this could ever happen, but this happened in Florida. <laughs> Of course. We have a 52-year-old gentleman by the name of Stephen Egan. Okay. He was out hog hunting Saturday night with his girlfriend, Lisa Simmons. Okay. This is important. He was hog hunting. Okay. Keep that in mind. Walking around with a shotgun. Right. Uh, He shot at a hog, and he left his girlfriend to go look for it. Uh, Unbeknownst to Egan, his girlfriend also left the tent to go pick up oranges that had fallen from a tree on the property. Okay? So now they're both out. He's hog hunting. Keep that in mind. Egan said he then heard a noise in the woods and shot at it, thinking it was... Yeah, a hog. A hog. But instead, he sent a thirty caliber (laughs) rifle shot right through both... Of Simmons's big fat giant upper legs, she had to be airlifted to a local hospital because obviously, and she's not walking that off. She would not fit in the ambulance or walk away. Sure, gravy yeah. just pouring out. Why wouldn't she fit in the? Because she's a hog. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't she? Walk she has it off? an eating disorder. What do you want? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> uh, she had surgery, of course. Uh, authorities told ABC News they did not plan to charge Egan in this incident. Quote, he was very sympathetic that he'd shot his girlfriend. Like, can you be with, like, you, are you calling me fat? <laughs> I mean, a Jenny Craig gift certificate for my birthday yeah. would have sufficed. You take me That's hog hunting. That's saying I'm getting a new girlfriend just you, shoots someone. You take me hog hunting and then you shoot me? Well, he, okay, so I don't know where well, the leg she got shot, but like, if it was low... Upper thighs. Okay, I was gonna say, like, she's right been wild shooting at that point if it's that height. Do you think they could, <laughs> if it did go to court, 
for assault and attempted murder, <laughs> right? Manslaughter for assault, attempted and, and manslaughter. Pepper. It should happen. It's a new thing, you know. But imagine if they were in court, right? And he's like, "Your Honor, Exhibit A, my girlfriend from the side." And he's like, "You know, <laughs> come it on, it kind of looks like a hog. The way your butt—it's like a little. I mean, that's." And she started. La- she started laughing, Your Honor, and she always snorts when she laughs. So, <laughs> hog, come straight for us, Ned. Get him. I thought it was the first laugh. Right, I got hog, him. Okay. Yeah. But, wow, I didn't know they could laugh. And then it comes out that she happened to have, like, some gnarly life insurance or some shit. Like, and they both hey, retire. How sympathetic are you now? Yeah. Uh, the judge said it was an accident. I think it was just a violation of one of the cardinal rules of hunting, which Stay is... Stay behind the gun, you, you idiot. You never shoot what you don't see. Yeah. That is true. Like, you, you heard something and you just whip around and... Pop one off, like really? Because no one ever else hunts either. Like it couldn't possibly be another hunter. <laughs> like you're the only one out there, bro. Like eight billion of us on Once this you planet. Have a shotgun you're in your th- hand, you are the only one yeah. out there. You're the only one there. Let's let's be real here. I gotta shoot some guns too this this weekend. It, it was fun. really funny seeing her like shoot a gun. <laughs> she kind of s- like squealed a little bit every time she and like closed her eye. I let her do it like three or four times. She hit the what she was shooting at once, which was impressive. Because she, I think, I don't think she had her eyes open, but I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to kind of take the gun away because she, she would like go like that and then like it would just not really be focused on like, hey, that's still loaded. Yeah. It will, if you pull the trigger, it will just keep shooting. So it, it was pretty fun though. I, I love shooting, shooting guns. Love it. Shooting guns. We finally made her. She has like an eye patch on. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought we were getting hijacked by pirates. That was, uh, that was pre-gun. I swear. Yeah, good. Okay, this, again, in the same vein, see see how this works? In the same vein of people that I just absolutely cannot take seriously. You may have heard this. Uh, a Swiss woman. And, you know, I had such high hopes for the Swiss, too. We rarely... Yeah, they had the army knife. Right, well, well, I'm saying, uh, as far as the show goes, like, okay. rarely do we have... I, I don't think we have very many Switzerland-based stories. A lot of the fucked up shit, like Austria, uh, yeah, Germany, Germany, here, <laughs> yeah. Florida, you know. So, like, so, but this isn't like fucked up that she did something to someone else. This is more you're just a fucking idiot. And I mean, this is this is idiocy to the nth power. Seriously. Like, this is infinite idiocy. Okay. okay. Anna Gut, which is not her real name, she was in her early fifties when she saw the film in the beginning. There was light. A documentary, in quotes, in which two men claim to survive entirely on light. light. I've heard about that. That's crazy. Completely. Can we agree? And water. And water. No, just light. Are they drinking water? I think water. I, only the one I light. saw made it pretty clear that it was just light. But who knows? Maybe that's where she misinterpreted yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, even either way. Either way, you're yeah. a fucking idiot, and thank you, Natural Selection. But they don't Evolution die, though. They survive. She did. Uh, the film, they? which ran in Swiss cinemas back in 2010, portrayed two men, 62-year-old Swiss Michael Warner, an anthroposophist, anthro, anthroposophist okay, uh, with a doctorate in chemistry, and 83-year-old Indian yogi Prahlad Shahi. Both men claimed to derive sustenance from spiritual means rather than the intake of food. 
Werner claims he has lived this way since 01, while Hyani says he has lived for 70 years. Not only without food, but... No water. No water. Not even a drop. Does he look very parched? Do like, <laughs> you think? Does he look like up? Gandhi? <laughs> I am very thirsty. <laughs> He's having like wet dreams about a glass of orange I'm juice. very content, but thirsty. <laughs> but I don't know. I think at, at that point, not many liquid fluids are coming out of you. Like, does he pee and crap? Like, probably not. There's Do you think that that right there is the most efficient human being on the planet? <laughs> he lives like 140. <laughs> Just constantly recycling. It's amazing. It's a feat of modern ingenuity mixed with evolutionary. <laughs> How do you come? I'm I'm betting you're not having much sex. Right? No, no, that's way too much shot this. No, I cannot eat pussy. <laughs> I'm on a light diet. <laughs> that would be funny though if you went down if you're Indian and, got, and like you... super fat. Like, <laughs> right, right. If you're Indian and you listen to this show, I apologize. <laughs> Jables in the chat. What's up, Soku? Hey, Jables. Okay, so 70 years, right? Anna Gutt started her long preparations for the process by reading a book by another proponent of breathinarianism. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I I can't. I'm not creative enough to make this kind of shit up. Like, this is so for real that I I just can't even. The church has lots of sunroofs. These people. (laughs) Skylights. (laughs) It's cool. So she spent 1995, four easy payments of 1995 on this book. And, uh, well, 54 year old Australian Ellen Grieve, who also goes by the name Jashumin. With the hands. Which means eternal air. Nice. What does that mean? Eternal. It means I have a rainbow gathering name. It means I circular breathe. (laughs) No, play the didgeridoo. The didgeridon't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so Anna Gut followed the instructions for the first stage to the letter. She had no food or drink for a week, and she even spat her saliva out. Oh, what? I understand that, but that's just silly. No, liquids do not. You fuck it up if you do that. Well, and then you, water, and then you then will you die. die. See, what what probably happened here is that she actually swallowed her saliva and then died from it. But if you all, if you never swallow, your your throat gets so dry you can never even speak. Unless maybe they're not talking. Does that mean you spit? Because you're, well, you're, you need Wait, saliva. Wait, it does mean you spit. Jiggity. Yeah. Okay. So for two, uh, for weeks two and three, she resumed drinking again, but mm. she visibly weakened and her children became concerned. At that sign right there, would you just be like, here's a Big Mac, mm. this. this isn't working, or are you just like, that's the toxins leaving my body, <laughs> yeah. that means it is working. And you know what? A lot of it, too, we see in these scams is if the ones that cost a lot of money People will go to greater lengths to rationalize it because they don't want to be the dummy dumb that got totally. taken for it. They're like, no, this was working. No, this is working. It's I'm fine. Yeah. I'm good. Why if it was it was a scam? Why would they charge so much? I know. I mean, what? scams are a dime a dozen, right? I do be doopy dear. So terrible. Like, are you? I I don't. You're silly. People are silly. It's true. I mean. 
I think life would be and more dull if we have didn't kid, have kid. Like people. you've reproduced and had kid. Like I, yeah. I. There should be laws against that. Life should be a little bit tougher, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, I'm all about you know life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, all that bullshit. But for real, I mean, it just means anyone can, can survive we, in our and our that's no still. good, right? What is okay? Let me put it to you this way: evolutionarily speaking, what does that do for the species as a whole over? Hundreds of thousands of years. Hitler's all like, I know. Uh, right? <laughs> Don't listen. But no, seriously, like, we evolve to greater abilities or capabilities because of pressures put on us by our environment and stuff like that. So if if we're lax, if we're if we've attained the hierarchy of needs, there are no more pressures. Pushing us to evolve into anything greater than what we are. So will that? I mean, is that it? Are we done because we made life too easy? Because that's kind of a letdown. I want to fly and shit. Yeah, I think that our stupidity will eventually like bring our (laughs) numbers back down. Stupidity will prevail. (laughs) Well, it'll bring our numbers down. Just give it a little time. Right. Oh, like like half of us get superpowers and kill ourselves. <laughs> you can fly. You didn't quite get that landing down though. And oh, by the way, you're not invincible either. You just like shatter the uh, the spine of the you planet. Carefully fly. Yeah, gravitational <laughs> you, axes. Get you hover. Off. I'm yeah, hovering. Yeah. They call me hover man. <laughs> I'd still be a glide man over a non glide man if you didn't fly. But you just oh, like, if oh. those were the choices for sure. Yeah, with or without a flying suit. Cause that'd be cool to just be able to do it. Yeah, like actually have a web to, to like bat yeah, right? through the fucking city. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome, man. I love it. Yep. Love it. I think that still would be like too ballsy for some people. Like they wouldn't have faith in its sticking ability to the buildings. They're just waiting for their horrible death. Going out in a bang. Right. But if you could always glide down, if you could always save it no matter Maybe. how high up you were... You would pack a yeah. parachute for the plummet, right? Yeah, the just in case. Shoot. Just in case. A little foresight goes a long way. <laughs> a little foreskin. All right. Um. So, yeah, Light eating it. She then died. Nice. <laughs> I was wondering if she's a fucking idiot. Uh, no, she she calmed her, her kids that were like, you know, we're concerned. You're looking like you're dying. Um, she calmed them and promised she would stop should the situation ever become critical. Dire. Critical. Your definition, my de- maybe two different things. I don't know. CPR net needs. Critical. You know, DNR. Yeah. No so does she deal. actually die? Uh, yeah, she actually oh, died. The autopsy. So don't she calmed them, promised she would stop. Right. Uh, one day last winter, when she failed to answer the phone, the children broke the door down and found her dead inside. You know, and like also dead it, you can't outside. Trust your but judgment like, when dead. you. I'm sure you're right. hallucinating at the point where your body is just like. Do you in think shock. like you get to a certain point where you even if you had a change of heart and you wanted to save yourself, you you're were so fucked up or too weak, right? Well, that's what happened when the Holocaust. When you came across the ca- camps, all these soldiers felt so bad they were ha- emptying out their right, pockets right. and had candy bars, and the candy bars were too much for people's frail systems them. and killed them. Yep, yeah, for real. You're like a dog. The chocolate's just too much to process. Just die of massive diarrhea. <laughs> just shitting your guts out, literally. It's gross. Yeah. That Not going though. anywhere for a while? It Snickers happens. Bar. Moderation, idiots. Smoke pot every now and then, you're just fine. Drink every now and then, you're just fine. 
you know, smoke pot all the time, you're probably still fine. But if you drink all the time, you're going to turn into a raging pile of shit. I'll tell you <laughs> yeah. what. For real. Yeah. You will not be thanking your lucky stars the way If you going. eat all the time, you'll turn into a fat pile of shit. And if you sit around all the time, you'll turn into a lazy pile of shit. Yeah. That's that's it. I mean, moderation. If you fuck all the time, you're Matt. I mean, you just... If you pee all the time, you're Robbie. Thanks. You know? Just here. Just saying. <laughs> Just here. It's your cat. <laughs> uh, the autopsy showed simply that she had died from ingesting the wrong kind uh, of light. Uh, I mean, yeah. you get those you harmful... You it through a fucking sheet. <laughs> you get those harmful UVs. I mean, those will, those will give you she cancer. Died she wasn't wearing sunglasses. No, yeah, she died of starvation. Derby derb. Yeah. Ruling out any other contribution to the cause. Uh, she was the first to die in Switzerland from attempting to live on, quote, pranic nourishment, as is also known. But there have been others who have also died as a result of their ridiculously idiotic, retarded, stupid, ignorant, dumb, I kind of want to see the guy. Spiritual <laughs> convictions. I want to see the guy who did Super Size Me <laughs> do <Well>, this. <laughs> Try to just <laughs> fail epically. It would be like Grizzly Man. He just got so too close awesome. to playing with fire. So oh, died. literally. That light was just a little too hot. <laughs> you can't take the heat. Don't eat the light. Yeah. Uh, a 97, 31-year-old Timo Dagan from Munich died from circulatory collapse during an attempt to live on light alone. Do you know what this means? What's that? Fifth, uh, light has killed more people than marijuana. Oh, yeah. What's going on the list? That's crazy. Kind of... Very true, Add but it wasn't really the light. The it was the it misleading was the perception that they didn't eat. <laughs> like no food will try weed. But if you look at it this way, <laughs> it's the light. In their heads, they were being fed. That's right. Until they weren't, and, and then they died. <laughs> they were living until they weren't. Yeah, it's, and uh, then they. It's a pretty common common theme. <laughs> you're alive till you're not. Dumb fucking people. Uh, these people, quote, these quote people, right? must have had some sort of psychological problems, I would say, to be doing this. They know perfectly well that if you don't eat, you starve. Do you know that? Are we? I think your body tells you pretty clearly. Because when I read stuff like this, I have to question. There's no survival of light in that book, though, I'm voyaging. But you're like, it's all the same. I'm just saying. Like, you can be fooled by this or you can be fooled by that. But you can't fool a fool, my friend. <laughs> and that fool's name is? You. Matt. This guy. Matt. Thank you. Okay. The mystics believe in the power of light nutrition despite the reams of available evidence that show how the body needs energy and hydration from food and drink to survive. We also see the same thing in the vaccines and autism thing, even though... Doctor, excuse me, he's not a doctor anymore. Mr. Wakefield was discredited, and he had his license revoked. Like, he's not a doctor anymore. People still believe that. They just don't get it. They can't accept the fact that maybe I have some shitty genes sometimes. You don't know. Trust him because he has that white coat. I know. Because no one can obtain a white coat unless they're a doctor. Yeah, crazy people. The fool. That's right. Uh, and if you didn't know, when deprived of food, the body will begin to use up its reserve energy from muscle and organ tissue. The liver and immune system become damaged, and the risk of infection increases. 
in defense of their beliefs, though, many mystics point to the cases of gurus who have sat for several years in trees and to spiritual, or excuse me, into Western examples such as Therese Newman, who claim many spiritual gifts, among them the ability to survive for long periods of time without food and drink. I think talking about this makes me want to eat a pizza right now. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. Kind of, kind of hungry. Not going to lie. A little bit hungry. All right. Uh, we got a quick study out of Chicago here. Newborns are suffering drug withdrawal. Those numbers are tripling. Hmm. You know what that means? What's that? Drug addicts are having a lot of kids. Oh. This is so much to ask to just never not. Can you just house. don't have kids, please? And oh. It's expensive to get an abortion. This is less than a month old Savannah Danley. She scrunches her tiny face into a scowl as a nurse gently squirts a dose of methadone into her mouth. The infant is going through drug withdrawal and is being treated with the same narcotic prescribed for her mother to fight addiction to powerful prescription painkillers. We all... We all know. We all know what that's like, right, guys? I mean, my right. Like, crickets in the background. <laughs> Followed by an uncontrollable fit of coughing. If you start your life out like you're less than a month old and you're at the methadone clinic, yeah, you're having a bad time with things. Can we just maybe? Can can you come can back? Just, can you try again when you're not a drug addict? College years, goodbye. Try again when the best things you'll ever teach your daughter are how to suck dick for, like oxys, and then. But try that's to, the skill that keeps on paying after. That's, that's, you know? that's true. You can lead a horror to water. <laughs> I mean. Uh, disturbing new research says the number of U.S. babies born with signs of opiate drug withdrawal has tripled in a decade because of a surge in pregnant women's use of legal and illegal narcos, including the Vikes, the Oxys, and the heroin yeah. horse. Uh, the number of newborns with withdrawal symptoms increased from a little more than one per 1,000 in 2000 to more than three per 1,000 in 2009. More than 13,000 were affected in 09. That's uh, infants. 13,000 of them born in just to America. just amazing this lives. This is not worldwide. Look forward to your next 18 years on this earth. This is just America? Go us. Uh, I believe yes. Okay. Uh, yes. The newborns include babies like Savannah, whose mother stopped abusing painkillers and switched to prescription methadone early in pregnancy, and those whose mothers are still abusing legal or illegal drugs. Weaning infants from these drugs can take weeks or months and often requires a lengthy stay in intensive care units. Hospital charges for treating these newborns soared from $190 million to $720 million between 2000 and 2009. Nine years. Almost ten years, almost a decade, you went up oh six six hundred yeah, million dollars about number. like what? And what's crazy? You all know what I think about weed and about this, but what's crazy is that even with these numbers, like it's so openly encouraged in mainstream America. It's in everybody's uh, pillow cabinet. It it's. It's the designer drug. I I see so many people day to day that have this problem. And Is pot smoking, or we're we talking, huh? No pills. pills. Okay. Because of how addictive they are, I've kicked pills. I've kicked. I've I've gone so long without smoking weed. Like it doesn't even bother me. 
trying to kick pills is a whole nother fucking oh, totally. animal and you want to fucking kill yourself. And some of those people should maybe follow through on that. But you're, you're a drug addict. You're a junkie. That probably means you don't have much money and what money you do have is going to, going food, to getting more pills. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to pay back any of these hospital bills? Like, by doing this, not only are you setting your child up for complete and utter failure, but you're doing the same for yourself because you're going to be even worse off and have to try to take care of a kid. Like it's double whammy. Okay, saying. if you don't believe in abortion, whatever, d- give it up for adoption. Like you can't, and you're such a selfish bitch if you don't abort that baby that should be the giving birth to a baby that's going through withdrawal like are you fucking kidding me you are the worst parent in the world that should not even be allowed the funny thing is is that there's a lot of worst parents in the world oh absolutely i agree but this just just it seems like such a weird thing to allow to happen well i think that they kind of would look at it as a pretty like communist move to like Prevent well, yeah, people from that. being I'm able just, to have kids, but I'm playing the extreme other side. But look at it made. at the core of what it is: you're giving birth to a dope addict. <laughs> like that's totally. not a very good hand of cards to start out with. You know that fucking sucks. And speaking of someone that's gone through it, like if I was born that way, I would fucking hate my parents for the rest of my life. Like you did this to me. I didn't even get a chance to do it my fucking self! You did this to me, Mom! You fucking did this to me! Like, you would... Oh, God, you would hate it so bad. You would need more than a hug. Believe it that. Yeah, definitely. All right. uh, Hey, happy Osama Bin Laden death day coming up. It's been a full year since he died. Wednesday. Tomorrow. Holy shit, time goes fast. Wednesday. (laughs) The day after. Yeah. <gasps> what today is it? Uh, is that weird that we're celebrating like death in a way? Yeah. I mean, I get we're like vindictive, he wasn't a... but we're vindictive. But like, has yeah. anything changed over there? Because yeah. I keep seeing headlines about people constantly getting bombed and missiled there. Still, no. Of so, course. so as long as we're there, it'll keep. It's happening. not us there though, or it's not us getting bombed and missiled. It's over there, so that's cool because it's a desert oh, it's anyway. Not you and me personally, it's like a like... big giant game over there like yeah. you live in a place that was designed to just blow shit up in <laughs> like it doesn't even matter but like this is one of the first wars that you could at least you can't never ended just, well i mean in other wars you're like well i had to shoot that other soldier it was war but here it's like civilians caught in the crossfire like you're gonna have to mow them down because it's the order to clear a sector of people one well, how do you know just, like, how like much more who's nightmares. who and I yeah mean, you it's, don't it's vietnam all over again man but, yeah worse and speaking of that, we have another study uh, that's showing the number of suicides in military rises as the troops come home from huh. Afghanistan. Because they don't know what to do now that they're here. Is that it? That's No job. Or you're like, constantly like, just going crazy because everyone's out to get you? Or I don't know. Who knows? Uh, yeah. The Department of National Defense says 19 men and one woman died by suicide in the Canadian forces. So this is Canadian uh, speaking. Uh, in 2011, which is up from 12 back in 2010. Uh, in a statement on their website, the department says suicide rates among serving military personnel are lower than those of the Canadian. Don't fuck with the cat, dude. Get bag, dude. I don't know what to tell Sign you. Behind it. Kitty! Sorry. Stop it! <laughs> it's okay. She just has like this sad frown. I don't know what you did to that cat. I she is not a fan of Robbie. 
Uh, Canada's combat role in Kandahar ended in the summer of 2011, though there are still several hundred troops training Afghan forces. Um, 187 soldiers have committed suicide since 96, and this is, again, speaking Canadian. Uh, That's in Canadian, so what, like 100? The ratio. Right. It's a different number. Uh, That's more than the number of soldiers killed during the 10 years Canadians spent fighting the war in Afghanistan. How many people do we still have stationed in Afghanistan? Because it's more than I'm sure. What's up? A bunch, yeah. I'm sure. Um, 158 soldiers who died, at least three are believed to have committed suicide in the field. Damn. Canada's combat role, like I said, ended in 2011 in the summer there. Uh, there's still several hundred fo- uh, troops there still training. A recent parliamentary study estimated that almost 3,000 of the soldiers who served there can be expected to suffer from a severe form of post-traumatic stress disorder in 65 Hundred will suffer from mental health issues. <laughs> you Look know, at that, everybody! Like, it's crazy though, yeah. too, that like that that's we're doing that to them, and we don't really have anything in place to no. help them. No. And some of those conditions don't qualify in some states' medical marijuana programs. So the one drug that actually might be able to help these people, Maybe. you're not even letting them have because you're dicks. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah, they care. All right. Uh, before we wrap this up, this is crazy. Angry Birds Space. Android yeah. game. Yeah. 50 million downloads in 35 days. Wow. 50 million, 35 days. And it's all uh, like How's a dollar too. Hurts, don't it? Yeah. That's your pride. This is me grabbing for my <laughs> shit. <laughs> Angry Terrible. Birds has broken a new record. That is the first app to hit 50 million in 35 days, which is two weeks faster than the previous record holder, Pictionary. I mean, draw something. <laughs> Angry Birds Space reached 10 million downloads in the first three days, and as of Monday afternoon, people are still all up on it. Number one in iTunes, number two in the Google Play. It's like uh, the new gold rush. You have people that are apps, learning how to make dude. apps, man. Instagram, $1 billion from Facebook. I mean, we've, we've talked about these on, on yet another tagshow.com and attackoftheandroids.com, but that's, that's such massive money. To shift into this generation and say, you know, yeah. you guys... Have uh, fun. Yeah. So, and hopefully, though, like you said earlier, with great power comes this... Great responsibility. That's right. Yeah, right. And it's going to be up to those people that are our generation but have the big bucks to start Saving putting some us. of these changes in place and donating to the jamhole.com slash donate. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's just nutty. Uh, Rovio is milking Angry Birds space for all it's worth as there's tons of space-themed merchandise already in their online store. Angry Birds space is up on the the iOS, Android, Mac, Windows, and they're also planning a Windows phone version. Crazy. Fucking nutty. Oh, and in a quick update before we wrap this up, we talked about on last episode John Edwards using money illegally to pay for mistresses. Apparently... Uh, the donations for his mistress's expenses were all legal and on the up and up. So tax deductible. Go system. <laughs> wow. That's Prosecutors a say those donations, which weren't reported to federal authorities, were illegal, and a chief reason Edwards is on trial in federal court on six felony counts, also charged with conspiracy and making false statements. Uh, it's up to thirty years in prison if convicted. Um, Young testified Monday she felt disgusted after being asked to endorse and deposit checks from 101-year-old heiress Rachel Bunny Mellon, (laughs) intended to pay for the expenses of Riel Hunter. 
Wow. Uh, the then named uh, the then married Edwards eventually admitted having an affair with Hunter, whom his campaign hired as a videographer and fathering her child. Nice. Also in air yeah. quotes. Uh, demanding that Edwards himself tell her such contributions were above the board or above board, the former U.S. senator from North Carolina assured her that they were legal based on his conversations with campaign lawyers. Uh, she testified also that she wrote thousands of dollars worth of checks to pay Hunter's expenses. Prosecutors held up copies of several such checks in court Monday, including at least $8,000 for Hunter's California-based spiritual advisor. Wow. Again, another person I absolutely can't take seriously now. You spent $8,000 on a spiritual advisor. I think the court also I deserves to see a picture job. of that person. Can I have that job, Robbie? I will spiritually <laughs> no. advise you on whatever. You I will go get a political degree. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. I'm I don't eight, $8,000 of your tax money. Good job you. Yeah. And this and he's proud This happens so much. Like, are we actually sitting around wondering why nothing is going well? Are we actually doing that? Do we not really have a fucking clue as to why shit's fucked? Start here. It's easy to say when it's someone else. So Start like, with the spiritual get, advisor if even. You get don- donations to give you massages, you take them. You know, people, that's, that's people for you. you grease my dick, I'll grease yours. I'm just yeah. saying. You out of here? I gotta go. All right, thank you. Hey, it was fun. Hey, it's been a slice. I'll see you soon. Um, yeah, so... See everybody. Despite her initial reservations, Young said she participated in a December 07 conference called with her husband, uh, Edwards, and the pregnant Miss Hunter. Mr. Edwards was trying to get everyone on board, Young testified. Come on, you guys like this? It's fun. We're all on board here. He talked over and over about the campaign... Uh, She said Edwards also mentioned that he didn't want his wife, Elizabeth, who had been diagnosed with cancer, to find out about the affair and the child. Kitty! Jesus. Andrew Young did once claim to be the father of Hunter's child, though Edwards later confirmed the child was in fact his after losing his bid for the Democratic nomination. He's like, well, what the fuck is your problem, Kitty? Seriously, what the fuck is your problem? You're such a cunt sometimes. Jesus fucking Christ. My cat is a cunt. Thank you. Alright, I'm done with this. Thank you guys for listening. It's always been a slice. It always will be a slice. I think Dana and Robbie are going to trade off every other week because Dana can't deal with being on the same shows. I don't know. Dana's being a child, I guess. Whatever. Don't know, don't care. Thank you, Jables. It's been fun. Uh, email info at thejamhole.com. Thejamhole.com is our site. I got a question for you guys. I'm going to redo the theme. <laughs> and I think I'm going to use the same one I used for yet another techshow.com. Do you guys want a light background for reading stuff? I think I'm, I'm going to make it just like that. I want to try and make all my sites have that same theme so I know it all works. I'm probably change the hotbox over to it. It's fast, it's light, and it's simple. Like, all I need, you know, a button to play and a spot for words so you can read the show notes. And that's really it. I mean, it's simple podcast sites. So, 
I think it's like Z something is the name of the theme, but check it out, yetanothertechshow.com. I think that's what the jam is going to look like very soon. I think I might even do that tonight, so who knows. Uh, check out attackoftheandroids.com, our weekly Android show. Check out bufferoverflowshow.com, our every other, every two, once every two-week show. That's just kind of everything else that we don't talk about. We pick one subject and, and focus on it for about 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, check out groovypost.com and newdomain.net. Check out Hotbox Podcast, our weekly pot podcast. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you online. Social media, it's everywhere, and we are everywhere. So um, it's been a pleasure, and I'll have some pictures from the cabin trip up uh, probably in a little bit. So thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Peace. You are listening to The Jam Hole. The Jam, The Jam, The Jam Hole.com.